Thompson. And welcome to Property Matters. Tonight we chat with Leanne and Parish from Barfoot and Thompson Papatoe to get their take on the South Auckland market, why this area makes a great investment, and what tips and tricks for first home buyers to experienced people have to offer. Remember, you can download our podcast anytime from www.barfoot.co.nz forward slash property matters or listen anytime on planetaudio.org.nz. Welcome to the show, another Monday as we are getting closer to Christmas. I do need to warn you, I may end up playing some Christmas music. You have been warned. Welcome to the show, great to have you tuned in. Each week we have a mix of guests from across the rental and investment landscape to give you tips and tricks on how to maximise your investment and provide practical advice for tenants and landlords who just need that tricky question answered. Now this is very much your show, so we encourage you to email us at any point at propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz or send us a message on our Facebook page which you'll find at Property Matters Radio and we will get the experts to answer you in upcoming episodes. Tonight we welcome two very experienced people from the real estate industry Leanne Robinson, branch manager and salesperson Paresh Pashottam from Barfoot and Thompson Papatoe. Welcome to the show team. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Great to have you both here. Now, before we start with all the questions, tell us a little bit about yourself and your own real estate journey. Leanne, kick it off. Um, Well, I grew up with a grandmother who was a shiftaholic, so I tend (laughs) to call myself a bit of a gypsy. Um, She moved 60-plus times in her life, Um, So that affected my family. We were always buying a house, doing it up and moving on. So it's kind of in my blood, I guess you'd say. Cool. And your journey to being a branch manager. So you've worked uh, in sales first and for a number of different companies. Is that right? So, yes, I started in sales. I had a really good grounding. I worked in an area that um, offered a mix of everything. So, residential houses, holiday homes, lifestyle blocks. I even sold a few farms. So, it gave me a really, really good grounding. I got involved with property management when I had to help out um, when our property manager left. And, yeah, it, it's given me a good grounding. I needed to know a little bit more, so I decided to go out and do some papers and learn a few more things, and that just ended up leading to becoming a branch manager and love every moment of it still. Fantastic. Even at this crazy time of the year? Uh, <laughs> yes, even at this crazy time of the year. Luckily, we're radio, not television. Yeah. We don't, can't see your facial expressions. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Paresh, welcome to the show. Um, tell us about your real estate journey. So, um, I was born in Fiji, and in 2004, I moved to New Zealand. Now, by profession, by education, I'm an accountant. So, moving to New Zealand and st- starting all over again with the studies, I thought, let's give it a go in real estate. So, 2004, I started work at First National Real Estate in Papatui. Yeah. So, that was my beginning. And um, been in Papatui ever since. And then in 2013, the office shut down and 
the company that was in my mind to move to was Barfoot always. So I moved to Barfoot immediately. And uh, there I am in Papatoy for the past 16 to 17 years now. Brilliant. What do you love about selling? Love about selling? I think it's at the end of the day when the first home buyer or investor ends up buying, the happiness they get is just amazing. It's so fulfilling. You you feel so happy and be part of them. Like, you know, it, we sell the most expensive thing to someone. Yeah. And if we make that dream come true, it's so, it's just a moment for celebration. And that every now and then, it's, that happiness never goes away with a new buyer. Fantastic. All right, so we've invited you both on today because um, a lot of feedback from our listeners is around um, the different markets at the different parts of Auckland, uh, is around, you know, buying that first home, etc., and those tips and tricks. So, Leanne, I'm going to ask you to kick off. Tell us a little bit about the market in Papatoe, the area that you're working in. So the reason I love Papatoe is not not only did I grow up there and get married so um, and have my children there, um, so I know the area really well, is it's got something for everybody, something for everyone. So whether you're a first-home buyer, whether you're looking for a brand-new house, whether you're looking for a home with character, um, or whether you're looking for something that will add value like a development site, we pretty much have everything. We have a huge range of um, two-bedy units. It's always a great kickoff for for new people, and we've got fantastic public transport and handy to two motorways. So that's for every real estate or every buyer or seller. There's a bit for everybody. That's what I love about that our area. Okay, cool. What, from an investment point of view, if I was to purchase a property as a, as a, a rental, why do you think um, the South Auckland market is best for that, Parish? For a start, um, why South Auckland? Because we're in South Auckland. Papatoy office is in South. So <laughs> <laughs> because we're there, so that's the best place to very, invest. Very modest. <laughs> yeah, very modest. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's just that... Um, both the motorways, we kind of have access to both the right. motorways. That's a big plus point. Besides that, the airport, so close to the south. And that airport ain't going to close. It just <laughs> shut down for a while, but it's going to take off again. Yeah, yeah. So the airport's there and the hospitals. And then again, south is still quite cheap at the moment compared to rest of Auckland. West would be pretty much close to us, but south is still very cheap to get into the investment market. Great. So do you know what sort of return on investment we're getting out south? So return-wise, basically, uh, if you are looking at a a big land kind of property, because that's that's kind of property a lot of developers fight for, the return is between 2 to 2.5%. It's not good. But it's just because uh, developers are fighting for those. But in, in terms of smaller properties, you're looking at anywhere between 35 to 5%. It used to be quite a bit more, but how the market is going, it's come down to 35 to 5%. Okay. So if I was looking to buy a rental property in your area, what sort of home would you suggest I purchase? What's going to get me the maximum returns? Am I after a two-bedroom unit, a three-bedroom house, or do I need to go for something bigger? So, look, bedrooms always count. 
Um, so bedrooms offer you, you know, the number of bedrooms offer you more money. Um, having a garage somewhere for tenants to be able to store their actual, you know, the extra property. Um, if not a garage, a decent size shed and a carport. But we actually get a lot of people looking for home units as well. So two-bedy units um, are in huge demand at the moment in our area. Okay, so a real mix then. Kind of makes me feel that, you know, work on my budget, whatever I can afford, there's going to be something that's going to get me a return out south. Yep, that's exactly right. Cool. So, Paresh, 2020, what a great year it's been. Um, You know, back in March, April, there was fears that... You know, the real estate industry would crash altogether and, and now you're absolutely booming. So tell us, what's your personal experience been like on the sales market out south this crazy year? So beginning of the year was scary, to be honest, Stephen. Um, we thought everything's going to come crashing down. And uh, the whole world looked as if every the whole world was crashing down. So we kind of assumed, yes. Then after the second lockdown... All of a sudden, things just started moving and where we are now, it's crazy. Unimaginable. Unimaginable. So do you think South Auckland is, is a great way to get on the investment market or investment ladder for the first time? It is. Surely it is. Because we are still, I think, at this point in time, still cheaper than the rest of Auckland. So if anyone who's got a lower budget, they can come around looking around our way. Okay. What trends are you seeing out your way? Um, for example, are certain types of homes selling faster or getting a better price than others? Is there any specific trend? So, uh, as you know, Papatoi is a is an old set out. So many people, even living in Papatoi or in Manu River, Mangri, they all aspire to move into brand new properties. So the brand new properties are selling really fast and at a really good price. So what is happening, because those properties are selling really fast, the developers are looking for larger land to make more of those brand new properties. So one thing is pushing the other. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, You see in the news and in the media often the same picture, but, you know, the queues for open homes or, or rental viewings, how many people are you getting through your open homes? Is it, is it as crazy as it looks on television? It is crazy, but again, then again, it all depends on the type of property that we are selling. So something that has got a large land, lots of developers will come through, and something that is more like a first-home buyer property, or yeah, and there will be all these first-home buyers coming through. Uh, you'll, we're looking average at anywhere in a weekend on a property between 6 to 10 to 15 people coming through groups. Right. So that's a huge number to handle. And is that similar on the rental side, Leanne? they still getting good queues through viewing properties? Yeah, we're getting really great, great numbers of people coming through the properties. I guess, you know, hopefully somewhere in your questions is, you know, how do those people, when they're queuing for a property, how do they win it over somebody else that's in the queue? Yeah. I think that's the biggest struggle for people out there is, you know, what what's going to get me the property first? Mm, mm, absolutely. So... As an experienced person, can you tell me what advice you have for someone wanting to purchase their first home 
we'll sort of cover the, the rental aspect a little later. But if I'm wanting to purchase my very first home, what advice can you give me? Go and find yourself a mortgage broker. <clears throat> a lot of people may not even know the term broker, um, but they are an independent person. They don't work for Barfoot and Thompson. They're an independent person. They um, they work across all banks. So they're free. They're absolutely free. They cost you nothing. They get gain their commission if they set you up a mortgage and the banks um, pay them their commission. So the thing about a mortgage broker is you can go to your own individual bank and ask for a loan, but if that loan gets turned down, um, then what do you do next? It's always quite hard for a first-time buyer. But if you've got a broker... He'll go to one bank, he'll go to the right. next bank, he'll go to the next bank. And, and it saves saves you a huge amount of time. We're all working. We all don't have time to take hours off work to go and sit in a bank because banks only work regular mm, hours. Mm. So yeah. that would be my, my best advice. Get a mortgage broker. Um, who else outside of sort of the financial side should I be seeking advice from? Like at what point do I engage my lawyer in this conversation? Is it only once I've found a property? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes people like to let their lawyer know in the beginning that I'm actually looking to purchase. But yes, your lawyer comes into play. Um, normally, if you're bidding at an auction, you need the lawyer to check your limb report for you, make sure everything's clear and okay. But otherwise, they kick in once the sale of the property happens. Great. And I guess if I'm looking at purchasing it as an investment, then I can come and chat to your team, get an appraisal on what it's going to be worth in the rental market. Is that someone, you know, talking to a property manager, sort of add that to the list of people for advice? Absolutely. You should always check to see if there's a rental appraisal um, at Barford and Thompson. If there hasn't been one provided, we will always provide you one. That's that's not a hassle for us. Most banks like it if you know what the rental um, appraisal is, even if you're not planning to live in the, you know, even if you're planning to live in the house yourself. In case anything ever went wrong, um, they want to know what that is. Sure. Uh, so if the bank turns me down, is that the end of the journey or is it about re-looking and, as you say, going back to the mortgage broker and looking at either other options or what I need to do to fix why they turned it down? Look, if the bank turns you down, it's another reason why you should have a mortgage broker. A mortgage broker will tell you really, really quickly why you didn't get the money, why you may have been turned down from more than one bank. Um, And it might just be a matter of you might just need to work and save hard um, for a little bit longer. Sometimes those mortgage brokers are really, really good at budgeting. So they might be able to have a look at your daily accounts um, and say to you, you know, like, is this a necessity? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you could cut back on? Even if it's just for six months, you'd be blown away um, how much you can actually save. If you go back and talk to your parents or your grandparents and what they and the and the simple life they had in mm. their day, um, it, it might help you on do you really need that coffee? Do you really need that extra takeaways? All of those things add up really, really quickly. Yeah, good advice. Prish, do you see many um, single people able to, to buy or is it very much people and peers and teaming up to purchase? It's a bit difficult on single people 
because uh, the bank requires certain amount of income and uh, the price level where the properties are selling nowadays, it makes it difficult for a single income earner. Uh, but no harm trying. Just yeah. need to talk to the brokers. Cool. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short music break now and then talk a little bit more with Leanne and Presh after the break. Uh, this week we had a song sent in by a very young, talented Auckland musician called Chris Bates, and his song is called Minute. Where we gonna go, my babe? Cause I don't think I'm thinking straight But baby, we don't need a complicate We don't need a complicate Tell me where'd you come from Though I don't really care now Tell me, baby, is it so
Minute by Chris Bates, very talented young Aucklander. And how cool is that, that we're getting musicians sending their music in to play on our spot, so keep it coming. I think everyone got sick of me playing songs about houses, but we love it. Keep it coming. Well done, Chris. And a reminder that this is your show, so do send us your emails, propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz, so we can answer your questions in future episodes. Now, next week, we're going to be chatting mortgages with the BNZ Bank and interviewing two young single teachers who have managed to purchase their first homes this year. They tried the Kiwi Build way and they didn't go that way, so we want to get their personal understanding of the experience. And it certainly sounds like it's been a roller coaster. So tune in next week for that. But right now we're talking to Leanne and Paresh from Barfoot and Thompson Papatoe. Can I ask you both, and um, we'll start with you, Paresh, how can I maximise the return on my investment uh, if I choose to, to, to live in it and look after it? Um, basically, it's just keeping, keeping it tidy, meaning from the first impression, generally, if, you, if we are selling the property, buyers, when they enter the property, they see the the landscaping, the upkeep, everything. So that's the first impression. Then coming in, you've got the kitchen that adds, uh, the, the price kind of increases because of a good kitchen and the toilet bathrooms. So those are the two important parts of a property. If you do invest into those, you will get good return when you sell your property. Cool. Yeah. yeah and that key of looking after, is it the same yes. for the rental market, yes. Leanne? Looking after your property? Yeah, I think it is the same for the rental property. I I would tend to advise people to um, have a little bit of extra money put aside if you're buying your first rental investment because you're never sure when things are going to go wrong. And too often we see people coming in and they just honestly don't they don't realize what little unexpected hiccups can be Mm. the other part is to um you know like if your rent's covering all your bills and all of those kind of things you still need to save some money things like getting your house washed keeping it maintained making sure the moment there's uh tap leaking little things get fixed so that tap's not then all of a sudden drip 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 yeah. and running down and all of a sudden it's into your cupboards and then your cupboards all swell and get wet and so it's it's keeping on top of as much maintenance as as possible and making sure your tenants feel okay about letting you know when when issues happen. Yeah, and and, and not regretting that moment because then it becomes too big later yeah, on down the track. That's exactly right. So you've got a you've got a very large property management team in your branch. How have they coped with the strange old year? Look, we do have a large property management team. They're an amazing team and I'd just like to personally put a shout out to every property manager that, that's out there and especially in Barford and Thompson. They have worked all year, massive, massive hours. Through COVID, you know, poor old tenants and landlords were losing jobs. So how do I pay my rent? And then the landlords like, how do I pay my mortgage? Um, it, it's been huge. So they worked extremely closely with the Ministry of Social Development and I think a big shout-out to them needs to mm, go because absolutely. they stepped up incredibly and helped sort things. So 
yeah, it's been a massive year and I just want to congratulate all of them because I think there are still people hurting out there that we we still need to look after. We still need to realise that they may be playing catch-up. So that comes into effect, you know, not landlords have had to wait quite a while for rent increases. So being aware if your tenant hasn't got a new job perhaps asking the landlord mm. to hold back a little bit on any price increases, trying to look after the people that are looking after, you know, and I guess a good, our homes. A happy tenant's going to end up being a happy landlord because the rent's going to get paid, Absolutely. the place will be looked after. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I guess 2020 then's taught us it's a really important year to remember that how important it is to have your property managed, have an expert look after it. There's just a huge amounts that I find landlords don't realise that they have to do themselves. You know, we employ property managers. They work more than a five-day week. Um, my guys are often there at night time. There's so much compliance. A, a little simple thing is most people don't even realise if they're managing their property themselves. If they can't show a record of... Um, every three months inspecting their property, do they realise that they're not insured if mm. anything goes wrong? Where are they on track for healthy homes? There's a lot to cover in healthy homes. So, you know, there's, there's so much that a team does for you um, and it's it, it's really, it's like an insurance on your property. It really is. Absolutely. Paresh, this might be a tricky question to ask you, but from a sales point of view, if I was looking to buy or sell, what qualities should I be looking for in a sales agent? And you can't just name yourself. Right? Like what, <laughs> what qualities am I looking for? Okay, so um, in terms of, um, so there's two, two parts to it, buying or selling. So if you are looking to buy a property, um, basically you need someone who's experienced around the area that you are looking for and sometimes do, buyers do widen up their uh, area as well because when you can't find one yeah. uh, a property to your liking but then again the agent should be should be willing to listen for a start that what the buyer wants many times i do get buyers who say praise this i've i've been telling my other agent that show me brand new houses or near new houses and he goes and shows us old old houses which we don't want to buy and i think that's where the trick is you just need to listen first and then show the buyers nearby or what they actually want because buyers do change their mind but you don't want to take them from a very good to a bad one so looking looking for the right agent um area expert whoever the agent is around the area and uh, someone who's got the time to show you around and not rush you around and push you into deals. Nice. Yeah. And uh, especially for first-home buyers, the agents should be a little bit slower because they have got many requirements requirements to meet in terms of finance. Yeah. We see many agents sell to first-home buyers in auction and then they end up struggling to secure finance because right. auction finance is different yep. to a normal, uh, normal selling Right, by negotiation because you've got financial conditions. So agent must be a bit experienced. Um, experience comes through years of real yeah, estate. Absolutely. But people do start, but just start slowly and gradually. Don't rush buyers into properties. 
So you just mentioned the auctions. How have you found auctions this year? We had uh, the auctions manager on episode a few weeks ago and certainly got the sense he's been pretty busy. How have you found auctions have worked for you and out south? Uh, It's been great. It's amazing. There's so much, so much bidding going on and like it's crazy. The only word that can describe it is crazy (laughs) and unimaginable. The prizes are (laughs) unbelievable. And it's good for the owners. Yeah. Very good for the owners, especially those elders who have been in property for a while and they're thinking of retiring. Um, If they had thought their property is worth one million, they end up getting 1.2, 1.3. More money for them. It's so nice. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. They deserve it. (laughs) So, Leanne, if I was selling, what things should I do to prepare my house? for, say, the open homes? I mean, what tips and tricks do you have? Is it is it true I should have the coffee percolating in the corner and the bread maker cooking a nice loaf? Does that really win someone over? Um, smells do make a difference, but they're not the be-all and end-all of selling a property. Um, you know, like, the agent needs to be warm and welcoming and friendly. Um, and... The first appearances, like Paresh said, are are everything. They really are everything. So pack up. If you know you're selling, start packing up. If you've got children and they could downsize on half the toys that they (laughs) have and, like, find an area in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Little things like people are going to want to know how much storage you have in your hall cupboard. So do you need 20 towels at yeah. any given time? Could you could you manage with 10? It just makes, you know, little things like that make the place look so much, so much better. Mm. Um, appearance is everything. It, it, it definitely adds value to a house. It doesn't mean to say that you can't sell a house that's maybe a bit of a dive and a bit run down and all of that because there's always people out there hoping and thinking they'll get a bargain. And there's people who love to get a house that they can do up or a developer yeah. who wants Absolutely. to bolt it over and start Absolutely. again. Absolutely. And but in our modern world, we've got plenty of, what do they call, flickers and traders. Yeah. Yeah. and Absolutely. Yeah. So technology's obviously been a big part of 2020 for both of you. How's technology played a, a part in both the sales and rental landscape on this COVID year? I think with the amount of people looking um, either because they need rentals um, or because interest rates are so low and they can afford to pay a slightly higher price for a property um, I've lost my plot <laughs> <laughs> I was doing really well up until then sorry everybody so I guess, I'm guessing that technology's played such a part oh, because technology. people are at home you know there was parts yeah. of this year that they couldn't physically bowl on out to an open sure. home or an auction so you, you've had to engage in different ways so with the, your market yeah the more that you can offer them the better they yeah. love to be able to see as much as they possibly can online. They want to look at documents online. They want to make as many decisions before they actually get to the home. My right. advice is don't always be fooled by the photos. But I think videos tell mm. a massive, massive story. So I think they just make the buying 
or the rental um, aspect of things so much easier. Well, especially if you're out of Auckland or sitting in an isolation hotel, we're having a walkthrough or a video is going to make such a difference. Yep. Do you use videos a lot on your listings? We are, yeah. Yep. Definitely yeah. the way? Yeah, that is the way. Uh, Facebook is another way right. of putting it forward because people are spending a lot more time on Facebook. So we've been strongly marketing through Facebook as well. Great. Um, the other thing was, um, which probably Leanne uh, forgot to mention in regards to selling your properties and preparing, um, one side is preparation. The other side is choosing the right real estate company to right. sell your property. Yeah. Uh, we come across a lot of, lot of homeowners uh, interviewing us. Or, mm. uh, it is and a big I, decision. You're yeah, it's a your, big decision. Your, yeah. your most treasured position over to someone to, yeah. to manage. Yeah. So when, when the decision-making comes, it's very important to understand the process and make the right decision that the company that you are giving to, there would be a lot of agents working on your property and not just the office. Mm. So we at Barford & Thompson, the biggest advantage is that we've got so many offices and the agents in every office has a opportunity to bring their buyers over to the property. Right. And and the more the agents, the more the buyers, the better for the owners in the end. So that is our power and that's why we have the uh, majority shareholding <laughs> towards the market. Yeah. So Leanne, getting, coming to the end of our interview now, but from a rental perspective, if I've got a nervous private landlord listening to the show who isn't ready for healthy homes and all the changes of the Residential Tenancy Act coming into place, is it too late to come to a property manager and go help? No, it's absolutely not. And look, you might choose that um, for the next year or two years that you just come in and have a chat to us, find out where you need to be. Maybe we could take over for a year. Um, maybe it's even only 18 months and get you up to speed. And then if you really feel that um, you've got the perfect tenant and you really think that you can handle everything yourselves, then hey, look, that's absolutely mm. fine, but it's 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 not too late. The biggest thing that I would say to people out there is the longer that you leave it, the more expensive it's going to be. Yeah. We saw that in yeah. the first round of Healthy Homes. Definitely. We tried to let people know, um, but there was still a lot of people that That's, left it to the last minute. Especially with such short-term supply coming into New Zealand and huge delays on shipping. Absolutely make a move. That's the biggest the biggest part. Before we wrap the show, you mentioned earlier, you know, the queue of people for the tenants. What's your quick tip to someone who wants to apply for a property and stand out amongst 30 other applicants? Don't roll out of bed, put your trackies on, forget to brush your hair, slop up in your jandals, treat it like an interview, make an effort, look tidy, make sure your car's clean and looking nice because, you know, the the property manager out there is, is looking to see who's going to take care of the landlord's home. And if they see that you've taken some care and pride in your appearance, I'm not telling you you have to look gorgeous or a glamour queen or you know Mr World or anything like that but tidy presentation tidy presentation of a vehicle are the mm -hmm. first things that you see first impressions yeah. count eh? and look 
just, I know people are shy out there, but just a big, warm, friendly hello makes makes things, you know, makes things so much better and you're in with so much more of a chance. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for chatting to us today, Leanne and Parish From Barfoot and Thompson Papatoa, you can find them on the internet at www.barfoot.co.nz forward slash Papatoe. Uh, before I go, very important question. Papatoe or Papatoe Toe? Leanne. Papatoe. Parish. Papatoe Oh, <laughs> nothing but trouble. Hey, thanks so much for listening. We're going to go out with a little bit of Christmas music because tis the season. Tune in next week when we chat first home buyers with two first home buyers. Have a fabulous week. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care. One thing.